0: Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me here on the Exploring the Midwest podcast. Today's episode is all about Iowa, and I cannot wait for you to hear my guest. For those of you listening on the podcast, the Exploring the Midwest broadcast is live on YouTube at 1210 p.m. Central Time each Wednesday. You can join us live and ask questions and chat with the other viewers. Now, I am really excited to introduce you all to Jessica O'Reilly. Jessica is the Tourism Communications Manager for the Iowa Tourism Office. Jessica, thanks so much for coming in today and joining me.
1: Thanks, Jody. I love bragging about Iowa. This can be a fun
0: <laughs> discussion. <question. laughs> well, and you know, Iowa is my home state. So I have heard probably everything anybody could say about Iowa. Um, You know, most often the confusion is the whole Iowa, Idaho, Ohio thing, which I find funny and probably people from Idaho and Ohio find it funny, too, because we just can't understand how anyone can get the states confused. But then there's also the misconception that Iowa is just all farmland, all flat and not a lot happens here. So what can you tell people about Iowa that might blow those misconceptions just completely out of the water? Well, to start
1: with it's not flat, I promise you. Um, the northeast corner, in fact, is where the glacier missed. So if you want to see soaring river bluffs, that's your neck of the woods right there. Um, the only remaining Frank Lloyd Wright designed hotel in the world, that's right, in the world, is located right here in Mason City, Iowa. Um, we also have the Lust Hills out west, which is um, comprised of this gritty soil. The only other place it gets to the same depths is in China. So to start with, there's a few things.
0: Now for those watching um, on the live broadcast or the replay, Jessica and I are going to kind of condense ourselves to the side and we're gonna show some beautiful Iowa footage while we chat, so enjoy this little video montage and learn a little bit more about the state while we talk. Now, Iowa has a lot going for it. Obviously, it has a lot of farmland. We feed a lot of the country, um, but it has so many other attributes that people might not think they would find. So what are the kind of things that people are interested in when they come to Iowa? What are they looking for? And what kind of things might might they find that they might not expect?
1: So I think for one, some, you know, we've found that people don't have a negative impression of Iowa. They just often don't have one. Like they haven't considered Iowa. It's not even on their radar screen or they're like, "I, I don't know enough about it to have an opinion but if we can get them here to experience all we have to see and do, they are blown away by all our opportunities. Um, In fact, that bridge right there that we're seeing the High Trestle Trail Bridge is, um, I would say world renowned um, for its architecture and stunning views of the river valley. Um, I remember on some, I believe it was the voice. they actually, the backdrop of one of the contestants looked exactly like the bridge. And I thought, well, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. And so clearly they were aware of our bridge as well.
0: And I have met people from all over the world when I biked across that bridge. I'm lucky enough that the the high trestle trail actually begins in the town I live in, and this is the trail that that I ride so often. Um, throughout the summer, and even I'll drive out there and just watch it at night. It's such an amazing uh, bridge and piece of architecture.
1: And just one of the amazing trails we have in Iowa. We have, uh, I think it's like 2,000 miles of bike trails if you want to, and all sorts of corners Um, up in the Driftless area in Decorah, the Trout Run Trail, Um, Parts of it are flat, but then parts of it are switchbacks into bluffs. Um, I have biked the whole thing and run the whole thing, so I can vouch. Indeed, Iowa is not flat over there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So when people are coming to Iowa and they're looking for an outdoor activity, what kinds of things can they find here in the state? Because there's so much variety.
1: There is. I mean, from, I mean, we have an amazing state park system. We have an amazing county park system. Um, Some of the more popular parks like uh, Backbone State Park in uh, North, again, Northeast Iowa, Maquoketa Caves. I think people don't think that Iowa has caves, but the Makokata Caves are fantastic. Um, So we've got everything you want, rock climbing. Um, Something people might be very surprised we have here are whitewater courses. So we actually have three. The first one was in Charles City and now we have ones in Elkater and Manchester as well.
0: And then obviously we produce a lot of food here in Iowa. We have just acres and acres of cornfield and soybeans, which um, I'm not sure if our soybeans are made into edamame, but it would certainly make sense (laughs) that they would be. Um, And then I think a a fact that I've heard bandied about is more pigs than people. So lots of great bacon. But there are other food opportunities here in Iowa that people might be a little surprised about.
1: Right. I mean, farm to table is a very short distance here. So we have that working for us. I think when people think of us, they might think of the tenderloins Um, every year, the Iowa pork producers name a best spreaded tenderloin in the state. Um, So we've sort of adopted that at their tenderloin trail, you can find it on traveliowa.com and start eating your way through Iowa that that way. Um, A lot of great cheese manufacturers. So like the world famous Maytag blue cheese, we've got Milton Creamery, Kelowna Creamery, Um, WW Homestead Dairy in Wacon bills themselves as the cheese curd capital of Iowa. So lots of options. Where do you, what uh, are some of your favorites,
0: Jody? Oh, you know, I just, I love food. Um, (laughs) I I really love if you come in on I-80 and you want a really great meal, uh, just past Iowa City is the Amana Colonies. And if you like German food, that is (laughs) just amazing. Um, Right here we have the Blue Bunny, which is the ice cream capital of the world? One of my favorite places to visit. Their ice cream um, ice cream shop is just wonderful. Uh, horrible. And uh, oh gosh, you know, in in my mind, you just can't beat a really great Iowa steak. Yes.
1: Um, I also love bakeries. I'm like known in the office for knowing each town that has a little bakery or chocolate shop. So anytime I'm over in sort of Western Iowa near Dexter and I can swing by Drew's chocolates, I'm going to stop in there. I love finding those little places sort of. And
0: off. that is a tiny little place. My mother actually lives in Dexter and you would have no idea this little chocolate shop is in there. Um, yeah, in the yeah.
1: basement of a house, but it's amazing and totally worth the stop.
0: And people, people, um, order chocolates from across the country from there. So really, really good. Um, but beyond the food, we have wineries and cideries and distilleries. And, yeah, yeah. Don't forget the beer. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, well, I'm not a beer drinker, so it comes yeah. last in my list. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, but people are really surprised by the um, the quality of Iowa wines and and beers.
1: Yes. Um, we have a whole wine and beer promotion board that just talks about how great wine and beer is. Um, and I think what's great about them is when you go visit their tasting rooms, they are so passionate about their product that they can't help but gush about it to you. And so you just sort of get sucked into their experience and I think that's one of the best things if you're sitting out with some of them have views over their vineyards. Like, is there anything better than sitting in a patio in the summer with a glass of wine just relaxing? So not at, all.
0: <laughs> not at all. Now Debbie Lander, and I know Debbie is in Florida, has asked about historic spots in Iowa. And we have quite a few because if you think way back, Iowa was kind of the last settled area before you went west. Um, We had a lot of important historic spots.
1: Indeed. I mean, in modern history, too, if we want to talk about, I know we've seen the surf ballroom float by, certainly um, the winter dance party where Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper performed their last show before their plane, unfortunately, crashed not far out of Clear Lake. Um, and, you know, the State Historical Society does a great job at the building, the historical building of telling Iowa's story through the years. Um, I, I swear every county has a historical museum. So if you have, um, you know, tracing genealogy back to a specific county, you can find more about that county there. Um, just a lot of great museums offering ways to experience the story, like Living History Farms in Urbandale, which is a story of Iowa's agriculture from what, 1700 all the way up to current. So it's a nice way to sort of see the um, expanse of the ag industry as it has changed.
0: Well, and then you had a lot of people settling in Iowa when they immigrated into the U.S. Obviously, I've mentioned the Amana Colonies, which was uh, religious freedom for I've lost it now. The friends. No. What were they?
1: yeah, we'll we'll tell you later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we have we have that we have a, large Amish communities, large Mennonite communities, um, Dutch communities. So we have a lot of of European history here in Iowa mm-hmm. that come from our immigrant settlers through the last hundred and fifty two hundred years.
1: You know, we joke you can travel Europe without leaving Iowa because you can go to Elkhorn and see the Danish windmill. That actually was a windmill from Denmark that was um, dismantled and then rebuilt here in uh, Elkhorn in the 1970s. Um, But then we've got the National Czech and uh, Slovak Museum in Cedar Rapids. We've got Norwegian heritage in the northeast corner, Swedes. Um, so Dana, we talked um Pella and Orange City for Dutch heritage, so you really can get a whole European flavor without even leaving the state.
0: it It is really a very interesting um, thing to do when you drive through Iowa and get off the interstate and you see the small towns and you can really get a great flavor of kind of how they were settled as well as how they've how they've grown. Now, Iowa has a few places that are known world over, uh, some in parody, some in song, uh, some in movies. And, and this was probably probably one of the the best right here. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's amazing when you think about the Field of Dreams shot in what, like 19, or the movie came out, I think in 1989, and people still flock to the field. And I love that it is free. Like you can just pull up, and every time I've ever gone, there are cars from other states. Um, One of my favorite stories, though, is one time I was there with a group of Japanese journalists. I was, you know, touring them around the state, and we happened to land there on Father's Day, which is an amazing time to be at the Field of Dreams because there were so many dads playing catch with their kids, And here was Tony Orlando. That was the gift from his kids. His kids had delivered him to the field of dreams. And so here's Tony Orlando talking to this Japanese journalist. And I thought baseball's like the universal language. (laughs) We really are having a conversation that you would think, like, how would this work? And I thought the funniest thing was someone said, we were talking about it being free. And someone said to Tony Orlando, like, can you imagine if this was in New York? And he's like, forget about it.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is the best story. But beyond Field of Dreams, we have uh, the Bridges of Madison County, which was a very popular book and then a movie, the Iowa State Fair, which I I know people will argue. I think it's the best state fair in the country. Uh, No argument for me on that one. (laughs) Books. Uh, There was uh, a musical and and movie Mm -hmm. and things like that. And then we have the American Gothic House, which flashed through a couple of minutes ago, and that's that has to be the most parodied painting in the world. I mean, you've seen it with Bugs Bunny. You've seen it with Mickey Mouse. You've seen it on, I mean, posters everywhere. Mm -hmm. So really just a lot of Iowa that comes through your life that you might not even realize.
1: Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people maybe realize that that house actually exists at all and that it still exists, and that you can actually go visit it. And when the visitor center is open, they have costumes you can borrow and they will they're so you exactly where to stand and they'll take your picture and you can have some. I mean, what a great souvenir. Here you are in front of the American Gothic House. Like
0: it only it really Iowa. is fun. Yeah. Yeah, it really is fun. Now, there are a few things that Iowa has coming up this year that are pretty special. And to kind of wrap up before we get into the comments and questions, can you tell us three things for 2021 that if you're planning an Iowa vacation, you might want to add to your itinerary?
1: I certainly can. So the first and the biggest probably is the Lawrence skate park opening in Des Moines. Uh, May 22nd is the grand opening. It will be the country's largest skate park. It's over 80,000 square feet with all these certain features that mean things to skaters but not really to me (laughs) but we're very excited that's been um like years and years in the making and it's located right downtown des moines next to the river so it's a a wonderful spot and um, we're hoping to draw lots of people for competitions and visiting the downtown district so we're very excited about that one i didn't realize
0: that was going to be the largest in the country
1: yeah in the country so yeah it's kind of a big deal (laughs) Um, I know we, I think we saw pictures of Ryman Gardens go by earlier. Um, It's an outdoor garden in uh, Ames, home of Iowa State University. And they're opening, they've got two exciting things going on. So I'm sort of going uh, 2A and 2B here. I'm sneaking in four things. Um, So Sycamore Falls is finally opening. This is again another several years in the making, um, an expanse uh, to their original gardens. And I love this tower that they constructed out of felled trees from the campus. So it's this stunning, stunning addition to the park. So go check that out. And then also this summer, they always have great exhibits. They're like temporary exhibits. This one is origami. So if you think about, you know, how graceful and stuff that origami out of paper is, take that times 27 or something and make it out of metal and p- place that in the um, garden. So it's going to be fantastic. Um, that's sometime this spring. So watch their website for that. And then we mentioned the Field of Dreams and what was supposed to happen in 2020 has been pushed to 2021. And we're very excited to be hosting a Major League Baseball game right here in Iowa. Regular season uh, should be the Chicago White Sox against the New York Yankees. So we're very excited. That's huge.
0: I know. Wow. We're very That's excited. Amazing. I, I had I knew we were going to have a major league game. I did not know it was the Yankees coming in. And that kind of adds this I don't know, star power to it.
1: I know. Well, and then they so they're not actually I need to be clear. They're not playing on the actual field. They've actually constructed a temporary stadium. So it's oh, wow. modeled after Comiskey Park, which is where the White, or the White Sox played. So that's where they'll be playing the game. So, But there are other things to do. In, in fact, they just opened a new museum with memorabilia and such related to the uh, museum and a mural outside the building with um, the corn stalks and some ghost players so you can slip yourself in there and get your photo taken.
0: That is some really exciting, exciting events coming up in Iowa. Now, I want to take a minute to recognize the people who have joined us today, um, we have Country Pilgrim, who says the trails are amazing in Iowa. And I have to agree. We have great trails, um, biking and hiking water trails, yeah, and water yeah. trail. Oh, my gosh. And those are so fun. And, and those are all I mean, you're going to find information about all of those on the Travel Iowa website and very good information, I have to say.
1: We try to make it as easy as possible for people to plan their trips in Iowa. We want people to explore. We want them to, we often say the best way is to get off the interstates and explore those back roads and find those small towns and enjoy the hospitality.
0: And he also mentioned that we forgot to talk about Iowa sweet corn, which I know people come from as far as Texas to get Iowa sweet corn in season.
1: And I have heard that you can carry it on your plane. So if you come in and you're flying out, you can They'll let you check it through. I
0: know people who bring coolers and check the cooler through on their way home and take home coolers full of Iowa corn. Fantastic.
1: I would also mention watermelons. I grew up um, Southeast Iowa where we were known for watermelons. So I would say a shout out to Muscatine watermelons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and then Indiana logged in. Now, this is fun. Indiana will be joining me next week. So you want to make sure to tune in for that. Um, And they just say, hello, Jessica. It's nice to see you. (laughs) So as we get ready to wrap this up, can you tell everyone the best place, oh, I'm gonna interrupt, Fran uh, Folsom, and she's actually from the Cambridge area in Massachusetts, said, isn't there a new hotel opening in Des Moines? And actually this just opened, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And the same one, yes. (laughs) Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Well, I know a little. The Surety Hotel is that the one you're thinking of, too, Jody? That opens like an old insurance building, I think. Um, So that, yes, just opened in downtown Des Moines. Um, If I could plug a couple other new hotels while we're here, Hotel Millwright and the Amana is opened in um, October, I believe, and it's in uh, converted uh, woolen mill buildings that weren't being used. So they've really incorporated that heritage of the Woodland Mill into the hotel. It's stunning. And then the Highlander Hotel in Iowa City was a supper club back in the 1960s. It's been renovated. It's super retro. And they have uh, record players and vinyl you can check out for your rooms.
0: Oh, that's fun. I didn't know about the one in the Amana Colonies. And that excites me because um, the Woodland Mills in the Amana Colonies actually supply costumes to Hollywood. That are, you know, they they will contract them to make the woolen costumes for movies because they still do the wool in mm-hmm. the old ways.
1: Yeah, and you can, you know, take a little tour, self tour of the will uh, the mill when it's operating.
0: So, we have so
1: many things to do, Jody. So We've been, we could, like, barely scratched the surface. Of I know. Before. I
0: know. There's so many surprises in Iowa. So tell me. For people who want to know more about the state and want to maybe start planning their own Iowa adventure, how can they get their hands on your beautiful guide?
1: Fantastic. Um, so traveliowa.com, the website, you can, that'll help you plan too. But if you want a hard copy of our fantastic travel guide, you can place your order right there on the website.
0: And I do have to say the Travel Iowa website is just amazing. It has um, maps and you can like Plan your trip with it. And, you know, they have I I know that the last few years you had like if you're crossing Iowa on I-80, there were all Mm -hmm. these tips for things that were like eight miles off I-80 across the state and just so many amazing, amazing tips and some really good RVing information, too, I have to say. (laughs) Yes, yes, there is. (laughs) Again, we try to make it so easy. We try to make it so easy for you. All right. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for joining me today. This was so much fun and so much, so many things about Iowa. Let's Um, do it again. (laughs) Yes, we'll have to do it again. And I'm sure there will be more Iowa information coming up in the coming episodes as we get into our monthly themes. So thank you again. And for everyone watching, for more information, you need to visit TravelIowa.com. All right, thanks everyone for watching.